Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Hello, everybody. And here we are again, ready for another Sunday Q&A. Uh, right. Starting off with shout-outs. Uh, big shout-out to Stephen Knight, who's starting soon from Liverpool. Gave me a ring during the week and says, um, you know... Um, just better jump on CX. He's um, he's renting a van. He's renting. I don't like the idea of renting. Renting scares me. But he said I'm renting a Luton. But he kind of he's got unlimited miles and he's not under a contract. And I went well. At least that way you can try and you know give it a bash. But mate, best of luck. See how it goes. You know you know where we are if you need us. The uh, me and the um, the wise people that talk on my behalf. So anyway, what we got this week? Um, yeah, I did one on what truck. Uh, trying to work out the best way forward in trucks. Uh, R-Pad says, that's the way forward. He said, but don't discount Renaults. He says, Renaults have a lot of Volvo gadgets and some of them even have Volvo engines. Um, yeah, cool. I, I won't. No, I did have a look at a couple of Renaults. Um, and Alan says, uh, that's the way forward for, for an 18 ton. It's more about availability. You know, so kind of, it's like, well, if you're going to buy a car, um, well, if you quite fancy the Alfa Romeo, you've got a less chance of finding ones if you like the Ford Focus. So it seems to be there's just more dafts out there, but again, the whole thing's on hold while I'm waiting for the lockdown to clear so I can do my class two, and I should worry about it. It probably won't even happen until after Christmas now, but uh, we'll just have to wait and see how that's going, won't we, gentlemen and ladies, of course. Uh, Van on the Run says, uh, require... Oh, hang on a second. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's considering doing his class two, but is it worth it? It's just him on his own. I would say, if it's just you on your own, I wouldn't bother. Uh, because of everything that's involved with the parking and the transport manager, everything. What will happen is, you'll make more money in the truck, but then it'll be eked away from you by the, the parking's more money. You've got to pay for the transport manager. You've got to pay for um, more inspections. You can only do two jobs. I actually had my worst day in the truck today. I did one job, one out there. Having said that, I was Friday, by the way. I got back early, hence the reason it's... Um, you know, I did my worst job today because it's Friday. Um, having said that, I did my best day. I had my best day ever on Monday. I barely got inside my 15 hours because they kept me on a door at Waitrose for like two hours. I'm like, lads, if you don't let me out soon, I can't move it. But I had a very, very good day on Monday, so it's evened out. It kind of works out that way. But no, in all honesty, I would say that if it's just you on your own, I'd avoid the headache and just stick with the um, with the loop and with the tail. Maybe a, a sort of curtain if you can get it. Um, Trucks for a project. If it's just you on your own, don't get me wrong. You do it whichever way you want to do it. But it just—it strikes me a whole lot of grief. You kind of want two or three of them to get the return. That's my take on it, as usual. What do I know? But um, oh, and Godzilla says, um, "What are you using to recover the big stuff?" Right, nothing. I think I was actually got a firm. 
But um, Paul Forster was talking to him about it. He's another mate of mine who, who sort of clues me up on this stuff. And he says, all they will do, if you ring like a national breakdown company, is they will contact a local breakdown company, send them out to you, then they will get the invoice from a local breakdown company, and then they will... Um, put their bit on top. So you're better off just Googling local truck breakdown. I think Al's got a firm. I'm sure I'll find out one day. I think we might have a tyre firm as well, but I'm not sure about that one. But uh, yeah, that's all down at the office, that side. So there we go. That was what truck. What else we got? Um, oh, I did one, Not Every Job's a Winner, which was um, Glenna Eugene, I think it put me on Twitter. He says, uh, yeah, as Mark Lachlan says, don't forget the bad ones. So I do this, you know, I do this channel and all this kind of stuff. Um, and I try to be honest. Sometimes, it. I also think people see what they want to see, and sometimes people will see the good bits and not the bad bits. So I, I try to pre- present a more balanced picture. Um, he says, yeah. "Oh yeah, he, he's gone." He said, "He said there's one out. Apparently, there's one. I don't know. Again, I'm just passing on. There's one out of St. Nick's at the moment, and he said it comes. It pings up five-ish every evening, asking for a small van, and every night he said, he said, I've been in, he said that we get this every night." It's not a small van, it's two pallets. But they're trying to get it on the cheap, so they're trying to send small vans in, and then these small vans are squeezing stuff on. I can't comment on regular jobs, I don't know. I, I wasn't out there, but, you know, not every job's a winner, guys, as we know. Um, Chris C says, says, if they say it's a... Yeah, OK, this, this was his thing. They say, if, if they say it's a small box, um, and it turns out to be two pallets, get it on, get the job done, and you're straight on the phone first thing in the morning. And with that, I totally agree with you. The problem is, once the job is done, it's very difficult to negotiate because what you're going to do, undeliver it. Whereas if you're actually there going, right, you said it's a box, I've got two pallets in front of me, what do you want me to do? Then they've kind of got to make a decision. But again, give and take. We communicate, guys. Like I say, that's the way forward. But um, I had a couple of other ones. I did one on being sent to the wrong place. Again, for this sort of, um, not every job's a winner, Steve SDC said, it happened to him last week, he said he was sent to the wrong place, he was bent, you know, bent over backwards for the ship, getting the right place, picking it up, finding it, getting the right place. At the end of it, they said, thanks very much, mate, we stuck an extra fiver on it. Fiver. Brilliant. Lovely. You can guarantee that man was on that job more than half an hour than he should have been. It's not even minimum wage, is it? But I sometimes wondered, and I always said this before with the markets, which was if you work in the market office, everybody who worked in the market offices had never worked on a market store before. So that you've got the council and they're running the market and everybody in the office come up with brilliant ideas how to regenerate the market, but didn't have a clue how markets worked because they'd never done them. And I've often thought it would be clever, if you, maybe if you're in a bigger firm, if for everybody who's in, um, in logistics, everyone who works, every shipper should spend a week driving a van and every van driver should spend a week in an office. Just to see the other side. How you'd go about doing that, I don't know. But I do think, you know, it would give us a lot more understanding between the two, if you know what I'm saying. So, um, all right, get, right get, well, I did one also on loading time and CX, which is basically just to try and put everything in one place. Uh, Ganesh Bashira says, what if your loading time is different to the shipper's loading time? Mate, that's worth a video on its own sort. I'll do that. So that was right now. We're on the miscellaneous, of which there are many. So we'll crack through this as quick as we can here. Um, Martin Morris recommends Dalmate. Um, I, I know a few of you said about Dalmate. I don't tend to do the multi-drop so much or the postcode thing so much anymore, and you have to pay for it, and I'm mean. I don't like paying for things, but give it a bash. By all means, out there, guys. It's not the first time that one's sprung up in conversation. Miracles of this world says he's just bought a Luton with a tail. Shall I get a Dolly or a Pallet pump truck? And do you have a discount code for the CX? I don't have a discount code for the CX. 
what I would say, as I've said before, if you sign up, mention my name, say, apparently we might get a free month. If they turn around and say, we'll give the free month over to Peter, say, no, Peter says he doesn't want the free month. Peter says he wants us to have the free month, because I never get the free month. So honestly, get what you can out of them. If you can mention my name, say I've signed up through this guy, he said something about a free month, just get what you can out of them. I'd, I mean, I'd, they'll, I'm sure they'll give you the best deal they can. I'm sure they'll be, and as for pump, pump truck or Dolly, pump truck. If you've got a Luton and you've got a tail lift, it's a bit like say, running the marathon, uh, getting to the end of the mountain and go, oh, do you know what, I can't be bothered to do the last bit. If you've gone that far, get yourself a pump truck. You can get away without it. You can use theirs sometimes. But if it's, you know, use a pump truck to get the planet on at one side, you get to the second side, it's a residential address. We got a handball thing? Pump truck, every time. Uh, right, what we got? Stephen Campbell. Um, oh, he's going on the, um, he said, he said he thought the first electric charging station was in Sunderland. It may be. I was just going on what the lady told me when she told me to stop filming. Um, having said that, this might be the first only electric charging station. There might have been ones other out there that have got like um, petrol pumps and electric pumps. This was just electric. There was no petrol here whatsoever. Um, uh, Tiffy O'Son Cornwall. Is there a way the CX could make remote areas more attractive to work in? Right, I've come up with an idea. I'm going to do a video. This is my one. I'm going to do a video on it. Why, I don't know, because why, why are they helping these people? But in fairness, I suppose they're, they're, they're sort of incremental and get me to where I am today. But I have an idea, which I'm going to do a video on. I'm going to post it forward. We'll all have a little thing. If they decide to run with it, it's up to them. If it helps people, brilliant. That's my main concern, really. Uh, David Forster. Oh, Reese Showers. We've had a thing about recently about showers, about HGV drivers. Where can you get a shower? Is there an app? He says motorway service stations are required to provide free showers and washing facilities plus two hours parking. Although I got to a services the other day. There's the one, I think it's on the M3 or the M4, just before you hit the 25. It says services, you pull in, and it says HGV, maximum waiting time, 15 minutes. Well, how does that help you if you've got to do an half an hour break? As it turns out, there's a lay-by about half a mile down the road, but thank God for that, otherwise I'd be in trouble. Um, but he said they, they basically, they, um, he said they're generally in toilets. Their doors, they're, they're like, they look like locked doors. They look like cleaning cupboards. He says you get the key from where you pay for the parking, the overnight parking, wherever that may be on the, on the site. Like you know, They may ask for a deposit, which they'll give you back when you bring the key back. He says, take flip-flops. I don't know if they're... A couple of people said they're not always the cleanest. But I guess if you... I don't know. If you stick to the walls, maybe. None of it's ideal, is it, boys? But, you know, we get by as we can, don't we? Um, Ian with two eyes. Merrick says, uh, during the lockdown, a lot of pubs are doing delivery takeout. Could be an opportunity to get an end user. I like his thinking here. I mean, it might be a case of, like, the pub needs a delivery driver. You're local. You get in with the pub. And then when the lockdown finishes, they turn around and go, actually, we need... Can you do this? Or I've got a mate who needs this. Any opportunity to get an end user is a good opportunity, I think. Um, Terry Shoots says, re-Amazon, this is another one that's come up recently. He says, um, that, oh, oh yeah, re-Amazon, because there, there are a lot of people doing it. Think, if I've got a car, what can I do? Amazon, there's, I think it's called Amazon Flex, and you can bring in the car. Apparently, there's a lot of bloggers out there that are doing it. And a lot of them, and I've seen them as well. I think they call it clickbait. How much money I made as an Amazon driver? How much money I made this week driving a scooter? And you go, oh, that's interesting. I'll click on that. And nothing happens. But, guys, you know, I'm sure it's out there. I can't recommend any of them. I don't tell them them. I don't have time. But, um, yeah, there's stuff out there. So, um, <coughs> right, back on the miscellaneous still. Ah, brilliant. 
Vaccine's coming soon, that's good. Um, Steve at SDC says he takes pictures of goods at delivery. I've done this in the past. Um, all you, give them all the information you can. I, I'll be honest with you, I used to get the signature on the phone and then I'd get the POD and I'd take a picture of the POD and then I'd take a picture of the goods and I'd upload the lot. Now, I, don't, I haven't been taking the um, signature on the phone recently because of the COVID thing and I've stopped taking pictures on the phone of the POD. Instead, I do scan. Scan is better. And I also used to photocopy all of my PODs in case they say they lost it. I don't do that anymore. Now, all I do is when I get to the end, I um, get the received by name, get a signed paper POD, and I scan that one in. And then we send that one off with a, with a, a paper invoice with a like, you know, sort of hard copy. And if they tell me they haven't got it, at least I've got a scan on the phone of the hard copy, which we print off again. But most of the time, it doesn't seem to be an issue, which is good. Um... Oh, yeah, coming back to the charging station and the petrol station thing, Shock Arrow says, because I don't even know how long electric cars take to charge, apparently electric car will charge at different rates. On a drip feeder overnight, it's 20, it's 20 hours. Um, on the sort of... On, on sort of like a fast charge, it's an hour. Although some of the posh Teslas apparently will charge... Well, that's like... Um, we're charging 15 minutes um, for 250 miles. I don't really... My car, my old Mini... It's not an old, old Mini, it's a new Mini, but it's an old, new Mini. Um, goes about two miles a day. It goes from here to the yard where I put the lorry up, and it goes from the yard back to my house. I have no... I mean, I, I really wouldn't warrant one of these things. Electric lorry would be interesting. Will they come in my lifetime? Probably yes. I guess, we'll just see. Um, flying lorries, probably not. Robots? Maybe. Um, gardening with... Um, oh, gardening with Ray. Hello, Ray. Um, I hope the channel's going well, mate. Um, he said he did a job on um, Saturday in the Luton with a tail. And, and a thought... <laughs> Hang on. Bear with me a second. That was it. That was regarding should you have a pallet truck if you've got a Luton with a tail. He said, I did a, I did a job with um, a Luton with a tail on Saturday. The fork truck driver didn't turn up. He says, so if I hadn't have had a pallet truck, um, I think he managed to borrow a pallet truck, but if he hadn't have had it... He, he, he couldn't have got it off at all. As it was, you know, if he'd have had his own pallet truck, he'd have been away 30 minutes sooner. If you've got a loot and you've got a tail, get yourself a pallet truck. The right money on them is about 170, 180 plus that. So they wind up about 250 for a new one, but you don't want a new one. Normally on eBay, 50, 60 quid. It should be enough, hopefully, you know, local, you know, just keep your eyes open, but, you know, they are the way forward. If you've got a loot on the tail, it's the way forward. Jason Burke, um, oh, his car got written off this week. Mate, it don't rain for you, does it? Not much. I hope it turns out all right, Jason, I genuinely do. Not his fault. Um, he said, well, the money for the purchase, he's thinking about buying a van, but not a good time. So, well, I hope it pans out all right for you in the end, my friend. I genuinely do. Uh, Matthew Smith, is there any way of trying the CX? He lives in a not-so-clever area, doesn't want to commit. Unfortunately, no. Not that I know of. I suppose... Um, if you live in not such a clever area, it might not be in their benefit to let you try it. What I would say, let us know the area. Well, I don't think it's going to work in fairness. What you want to try and do is find someone you know or put the word out of someone who's got it and then maybe have a look on the um, on the load alerts and see what's coming out of any one time. But no, it really is kind of a hold your nose and jump thing. In fairness, it's hold your nose and jump for six months. I would say, if you want to go for it, get the best deal you can. If it doesn't work out, you've lost the least, like, you know. But no, there is no way of trying, unfortunately. 
So there's no trial period on this. Uh, John Fennell, our man in Ireland. Hello, John. He's, he's hammering away. Well, fair play to him. He actually met me. He came down to see this when we was um, kitting out the second truck. Lovely fella. Um, he had a blinding job this way. This is coming back to CX again. Um, because John said he wasn't sure about renewing his, his subscription, so there's not a lot of work in Ireland. But what he does is he gets regular work from Ireland over here, and then he has to go sort of like Manchester, and then he has to go Oxford, then he has to go Slough, then he has to wait, and then he goes back to Ireland. I said, but the thing is, I said, John, you want to keep it open all the time, because if there's a job coming out, like, you know, delivering a small box a couple of days back to Ireland, you can pick it up. Um, he said, it was the only van going back to Ireland, and he, he got good money. Things, this man only has to do two jobs in six months to get his money back. Because it obviously pays an awful lot. Because of the ship, there's no ferries involved. It's going, you know, it's going across the water and all that kind of stuff. But I'm pleased that's working out for you, mate. I am. So, um, right, Trish Sam. Looks like Trish Sam. Um, he said he's read some bad reviews. Yeah, he tried to sign up. He said I read some bad reviews. He got the guy on the phone. He said the guy was aggressive. Um, I tried to send him a higher subscription, and in the end, it didn't work out. I'll be honest. I signed up two years ago with Will, who's lovely. He stayed late to get me on there. I mean, you can watch the old videos if you like. He stayed late to get me on there. Um, he basically went down to the gym, came back from the gym and signed me up. I was, I had nowhere to go. The markets had collapsed and it saved me. It's the reason I'm doing this stuff. It doesn't work for everybody. You know, it's not everyone's seen, man. But I, I, just, I just call it like it is. So, sorry, it worked. sorry, that's the way it panned out for you, my friend, basically. Um, Derek McDonald. Uh, the traffic manager. Oh, yeah, he said, do one on traffic manager and what he does. Yeah, there's one going out next week. Done that one, mate. Um, Dean McIntyre. How is it to get work once you join for the first time? It's not that tricky. Um, you want... It is a bit of a vicious circle in the fact that you need good feedback to get more jobs and you... Um, need jobs to get good feedback. But at the same time, if you just start for the first time, bring them up, be honest with them. Also, if you're the right man in the right place at the right time and your quote's the right, you know, and you're right van, you'll still get it. And then it's just a journey of a million miles, starts with a single step. But we've all got to start somewhere, sir. So, you know, you can still get jobs. Obviously, otherwise, there would be nobody getting jobs on the exchange ever. Everyone started at one station. Everyone done their first job. Mine was for a firm that's gone bust a long time ago. Star. And, um... That was going to the shard. Didn't have a clue what I was doing. Absolutely clueless. Picking up four glass tables, thinking, maybe we should have some blankets for these. But we weren't all right. So, completely forgot about the ULEs as well. Didn't do that job for the best of money, but we might start somewhere. Um, the fixing place. He says, I like this guy. Too many ads. And he's been watching the video on Sunday Q&A about the O license. Right. I don't know what it is with the YouTube guys. Uh, um... I tell them I don't want mid-roll ads. They go, okay, then they stick mid-roll ads in. And then I have to go and say, look, I have to get rid of them manually and then go, right, I don't want mid-roll ads. And they go, okay, and then they stick mid-roll ads in, which leads me to believe they want me to have mid-roll ads. I don't want them. Nobody wants to watch them. You know, a couple at the beginning, thanks very much. That, that, you know, that, that kind of buys the, um, the wife a meal once a month. But... Um, if they do reappear again, be the watchdogs. Just go, mid-roll ads of Pete, and I'll knock them off again. As for going back through all the old Sunday Q&As and knock them off, I have to do it all manually one at a time. I'll do it if I get time. Otherwise, sorry. It was never my intention. Sorry. Um, Gary Taylor. Advice on ADR and what you can charge in an ADR. What would you charge in a sprinter for ADR? Right. 
This is one I'm going to throw out to you guys, to the educated people out there. Give pass it on. I would imagine. I don't know. I, know, I would I imagine you charge more for ADR jobs because you're more qualified, and there's not going to be that many drivers that can do it. Um, I don't know how much more. I don't know. At a guess, I'd probably say half as much again. So I say, if you were quoting in a sprint at a pound a mile for an ADR, I might quote one pound fifty. As as for should you do ADR? Um, Daniel, superhero transport manager, says, why do you want it? He says, you've got to carry two different brooms, you've got to carry sand, you've got to carry different kinds of um, uh, what do you call, fire extinguishers, and at the end of the day, you're being paid to drive around in a bomb. I thought that was an interesting thought. I never thought of it like that. So I thought, that's ADR. What is it? It's going to be some terps, some batteries. You don't know, do you? <laughs> do you really want to drive around with a load of compressed gas in the back of your van, just in case one of them goes pop? But... Again, I know nothing about ADR. I'm clueless to it. Please, comments on ADR. We can pass it on to the boys. We can all end up more wise individuals as a result. So, um, what we got? Um, I knew it's Brav... Brav? Sorry about my pronunciation, mate. I, I, I scribble them down as well. I don't even write very well. Um, were you a black cab driver? Um, he's doing the knowledge... I have a lot, no, Was I a black cab driver? No. Um, he's on his 50s, 60s. Um, and do you make money being a career rather than a black cab driver? The long and short of it is this. When the markets fell to pieces, I started doing the knowledge. Um, I got up to, this is, oh, is going to go over, you know, it's going to go sideways now. I was up to, I was on knowledge point. I was up to 180 runs and I was up to probably around about two and a half thousand points. Now bear in mind that to finish it, you need 360 runs and probably 20,000 points by the time you're done. This man's up to 56s. He's doing very well. Once you get that he's on the final straight, once you get 28s, basically it's how often they call you in. He will now get an, an appearance in 56 days. And if he passes that appearance, then it will go down to like 28 days. And if he passes that appearance, it goes down to 21 days. And I think you might have to do more than one appearance. But once you get to 21s, and then they'll do the quiz. In, and guys, if you ever take it on, or anyone who's done it, who's, who's now a career driver, my hat goes off to you. It's that, I won't say it's the hardest exam to do, it's just so much to learn. It's like learning to be a lawyer. You have to know every single street in London, which direction it goes, where it goes to, every single place on every street in London, where you can, where you can drop, when you can't drop. Mate, my hat goes off to you. I was doing it originally on a bike when I was in the markets, and then I started doing it in a truck because I had the truck at the time. I was getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning, doing my runs, going to market, doing the market, doing runs, and then going home, particularly long days. Um, but it just... It, I, I kind of worked out it wasn't going to be for me. It was just, it's hard enough to do it when you're committed on your own, but to do it when you're doing trying to hold down a full-time job at the same time. And also I was aware of the fact it was really going to take me away Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, if I wanted to make any proper money. And I, I kind of want to get back for the family. But my hat, my hat goes off to you, my friend. Good luck. You're nearly there. So, right. Uh, Torian. Um, is fed up with a CX. He says, um, all right, fed up with a CX, posting without weights and measures. Um, Tony M, sorry, Tony. Um, he said, by the, time you, by the time you've actually rung them and found out what the job, job is, it's sold to some numpty who's just quoted it blind, who's then going to turn up and have a nightmare. He said, there should be more description. I agree with you totally. My job this morning failed to mention the fact that it had an hour's worth of handball on one way and the other. 
as it is with a lorry, we kind of give an hour loading time anyway, although you kind of think that's really going to be sitting down waiting for the fork truck driver to put it on. Uh, there was me and another guy called Chris. Hi, Chris, are you watching? Um, we done it between us. That's a bit of exercise, I suppose, you know. But, yeah, a little bit more information. Is it an airport? Is it a distribution centre? Am I likely to be held up? Can I get in? Is it definitely going to be this time? A little bit more information wouldn't go amiss, certainly. Uh, right, Sam, as well, do courier drivers require specific security clearance for airports? Now, a few of you have said yes, not particularly. Um, presumably, the, the shipper, the, um, the person that's giving you the job, needs a security clearance. And what they will then go is that when they give you the job, they will communicate with the, um, the, the airport and they'll go, right, there's a guy coming in. Is this going to be his number plate? He's coming from us and they'll go, well, I'll just see if you're on the list. Oh, yeah, you're Barry's Couriers. Yes, this is your number plate. Yes, can I see? Sometimes they'll ask you for ID. Sometimes they'll ask you for two forms of ID. Sometimes they want company ID, which is comical because company ID is something that you can print out off the internet, which I keep meaning to do and haven't got round to. But if you actually having your own kind of security clearance, like you need sort of clearance like to be a black cab driver, we used to have like a CRB check and all that kind of stuff. Nothing like that. When you get the job the shipper will have taken care of it for you. So it is always wise to carry um, two forms of ID with you, by ID, passport, and driving licence. If, um, if you have got, if you can't be bothered to print out company ID, go for it, like, you know. I actually got the kid, the, the kid to knock me one up at work, uh, from her work, but it was a bit rubbish. So. Uh, Derek McDonald, are there jobs in and out of Scotland? Yes, but not many. Beautiful country though it is, I was there on honeymoon. Um, most of it comes out of Aberdeen. It's kind of, oh, well, I've, I've said about this. They're, they're, the main jobs seem to be in that whole base. If you basically cut straight down and across, if you take from Newcastle across to, say, Preston, and then draw two lines straight down, the majority of the work comes out of that. Norwich is a difficult area. Cornwall is a difficult area. The centre of Wales is a difficult area. And once you get past North, Northumberland... It's difficult. Beautiful country, not that many distribution centres. A lot of it comes out of Aberdeen. So, but the, the, I mean, the trick really is to maybe get out there and tramp for a day or two. Try and get your first job out in the morning, maybe drop down a bit, and then drive around, stay overnight, and then try and find yourself coming, coming north and go back. It can be done, but as for actually jobs around Scotland, I'll be honest, not so many. Um, it looks like just sand it. I'm not sure. Sorry, I'll write your name down about it again. Are old vans viable, e.g. a 56 plate with 120k on the clock? Well, 120k is not much, not for a 56 plate. They are viable. I did do one. I did a video on old vans. The best thing to do is look it up. I'll do a little link for you, mate. Okay? Uh, Mark Helson. How did you find your operating centre, where I parked my lorry? By sheer luck. Once again, coming back to the fact we used to be a market trader, 20, 30 years ago, there was a farm at the top of the road and we rented a unit off the farm. And then slowly but surely as we grew as market traders, this turned into a business park. And then I needed a lorry for the markets because I was doubling up. So I'd, I'd put in for using it from the farm. Now it's got lorries all over the place, which is ironic because it's right in the middle of a seven and a half tonne area. Every single road leading into my operating centre is no vehicles bigger than seven and a half tonne. Despite the fact we've got two 18 tonnes there and my mate um, Giuseppe is parking four Arctics. And I believe it's, a th it's that seven, it's no vehicles larger than seven and a half tonnes except, except for access. Sometimes it says except for loading, but I think you're entitled to come in 
providing you're coming back to base. But it's again comical. But that, yeah, that's a, and I'm dead lucky because you literally down the road. But it was sheer luck. That is the hardest thing when you go for it. If you're going to go for trucks, the hardest thing you're going to have to cope with is finding somewhere to park them. Transport managers can be got, mechanics can be got, money can be got if you're in a lucky enough situation. If you're not, you can borrow it or you can get a credit card, blank credit card. You don't actually have to physically have the money, you only have to show you have the money available. But finding somewhere to park it is very, very difficult indeed. Um, right, Paul Wilkins, are we done that on extra cars? We come up, we've done that one already. Um, Ashley Williams is thinking of starting. How much money do you think you need to start on the CX? No, I can't believe I've never done that one before. So that's worth one on itself as well. So, and finally, the conclusion this week goes to is it uh, Sona Dugan? I did one on the magic job. Where's the 50p? It's behind you. If you were there, I'd probably produce it from behind your ear. And if you was about three or four, you might find that trick impressive. As it is, really not that good a magician. Don't think Dynamo's got anything to be scared of. So I think I'll just stick to driving a lorry. Right, I think I'm tired today, guys. I think I'm done for the week. So anyway, like I say, this is this is recorded on Friday. It will go out on Sunday morning. I will hopefully be more refreshed than that. And I, I still haven't got a job for Monday, actually. So as soon as I sign this off, I better go and find one. In the meantime... Hope you're all well. Take care, take money. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com.